All right, episode two of Hippie and the Caveman. Two weeks have gone by. Alicia and I have now finally matched our incredibly busy schedules, of which I have no excuse because I don't have three offspring hinging on my existence. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I had a light day, which is nice. And by, by, by light, I mean that I only had to, you know, drop kids off at two different sets of schools. And, That's what's sad is Alicia's light day is coordinating three other people's lives <laughs> and her own. And my light day is, I slept in and I'm going to get a spray tan. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm, I'm really glad you just admitted you got a spray tan today. I did. I did. That's That was the uh, day in the life of honesty right there. <laughs> For those of you that look at those neat pictures in magazines every once in a while, I wonder how they possibly stay that tan. It's because they pay a woman for you to stand in your skivvies and have them... Pretty much spray paint you with Krylon. Skivvies. So oh, where's that? You, ha- you have an underwear. You have an underwear line. I do. I'm, it's amateur not... hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For, so <laughs> since we're on the topic, <laughs> for two reasons: a, I'm not doing that kind of photo shoot where that line needs to be <laughs> that line needs to be addressed, and b, there's three things: b, I went with the uh, speedo, so it's a small tan line. I'll be a, a tan line. Fair enough. C, I just don't want to stand naked in front of a complete <laughs> stranger and pay her $36. That just seems weird. <laughs> then, actually, there's a D to it, ironically. I've been there three times for other uh, things, and uh, they've since posted a thing saying men have to uh, be uh, somewhat clothed. Oh, no, that makes sense. I would imagine that, No, I would imagine that there's a lot of men that go in there and, like... Stand there and what they think is all of their glory. Go ahead and spray me. Well, that's what she said. Is the very first time I went in. It's been the same woman for a while now. And that was the first thing she said. She goes, oh, "I've never done this before. Just I'm gonna tell me what's up." She goes, "Well, you can be you be naked and be not. I don't really care. I've seen it all. I'm, I'm married and I just don't care anymore." <laughs> this like woman, I was like, "Wow, you really just." She's like, "No, I really, I don't. Whatever." I'm like, all right, um, I will opt for the non-naked because you just made me really uncomfortable right now. <laughs> So, yeah, those are the adventures of spray tanning. And, uh, yeah, basically, for those of you who haven't done it, you pretty much you do stand there, spread sure. eagle, and uh, somebody has a Krylon can thing. Airbrush. Yeah, and just stand there. And when you're six and a half feet tall, they... I think that's a lot of surface area. It is. So it's yeah. a longer session, A. And B, if it's a shorter person, it's, it's a little bit more... Uh, I use the word intimate, carefully. <laughs> but for her to stand on her tippy toes to get parts of my upper body she has to be very close it's just weird so it's (laughs) it is what it is it is no i've done it before i just i had never really thought about the challenges of a smaller woman spray painting spray painting a a giant (laughs) (laughs) i joke i joke yeah well that's again why we call it hippie hippie in the caveman so yeah that's my tanning thing what's your your mom adventures anything um well i mean Today, I I have to get some pirate accoutrements because, um, as you may or may not know, today is National Pirate Day. Or no, it's National... No, no, it's National Speak Like a Pirate Day or Talk Like a Pirate Day. I thought that was a joke. I saw that on Facebook. No, it's a real deal. So, um, (laughs) I am actually going to go pick up my kids from school um, in an eye patch. Is he? And in an eye patch, in an eye patch, and a bandana, and have eye patches for them. Maybe even a pirate sword if I can, if I could get one at the dollar store. And um, and then we're gonna have pirate dinner tonight. <laughs> what? So for me, a pirate dinner is a, a serving wench feeding me turkey legs. <laughs> 
<laughs> is that is that a pirate dinner? <laughs> not for my children. No, oh, I will not have not any gonna, wedges. Serving wedge, I will not wedge. have wedges feeding my kids uh, turkey legs. I mean, no, <laughs> I um, real pirate food is kind of nasty, according to Google, because I did Google that. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna make these like chicken knife things, like you skewer like chicken onto like a skewer, and then you put a red pepper and then a pineapple as the handle, and you put it like that. Kebabs. Basically, no. It looks like a knife. Okay, hey, bear with me. It looks like a knife. Chicken in the shape of a knife is awesome. Okay, and then I'm gonna do some rice, but I'm gonna cook it in chicken stock so it's yellow, and then so it'll look like the sand. Okay, and then we're gonna put with little red pepper strips, like the the line is it if it was a treasure map, and then a red pepper X. I will give you credit. I I, I laugh now, but I've seen some of your Martha Stewart projects, <laughs> and they're they're Martha Stewart on steroids. I can't even what is it? What was the last thing you did for somebody's birthday? I saw a picture and it was... Oh, that was Joel as a lost boy for Brooklyn's Peter Pan yes, birthday party. that was... Yeah. Yeah, so I... I That's I just... easy. You just rip up some clothes <laughs> and you smudge some eyeliner on the kid's face. No, I mean, I'm actually, like, I'm really excited that I have a... That I get a day to, like, actually have the time to do that. Um, there was a day last week, but I think it was Tuesday... Where I, like, got the kids up, made lunches, take the kids to school, come back, take a shower... Go volunteer for a reading group, take the four-year-old to preschool, drive up to Denver for an audition, <laughs> drive back straight from Denver, and then go straight to work and do massage for six hours. So yeah, when you want to feel inadequate about how busy your day, how quote-unquote busy your day is, consider the, the single mother out there, every single mom out there, including mine. Well, my dad was a single dad for a while, but any single parent, God help you, because... I don't want to tell you what I do in the course of my days. <laughs> it was worth it, though. I got the I got the job. I got the job. The for, audition one. Yeah. Really? Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Well, who the character? A uh, short film. Her name is Ashley. I think. <laughs> it's just I haven't even read the full script yet, but I, you know, I got the email. The nice. we want to offer it to you. It's always nice. <laughs> just a little victory. It makes it makes the three hours of driving up to Denver. Yes. <laughs> there and back worth <laughs> for it. For those of you who've never. Or wondered about the uh, that's my dog in the background, not a, a moth. <laughs> For those of you that wondered about the uh, poor acting or actor's life, the ratio of time invested on road in gas and time. For a while, is substantially disproportionate Plus, to the for like a off. five minute audition. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It literally is. Yeah, you you drive all this way, you get you spend time. I mean. You know, we spend time doing the hair and the makeup <laughs> and the, all of that. And then you drive and you get there and you're in there for yeah. five minutes, sometimes even less. If, yeah. and, and, and then that's all you get. Yep. I've literally spent, I mean, I do do hair and makeup like a, like a, like a female, but, uh, okay, a little eyeliner. Little guy eyeliner. Not really. No. <laughs> but I literally, yeah, the amount of time, hour and a half. So total trip, maybe three hours because I fell asleep driving a lot. So I had to pull over to take, <laughs> take, take naps, naps, obviously. Yeah. And I literally walked in right at my time. and like, oh, perfect. Come on in. So 30 seconds. So it was literally about a three and a half hour day for 30 seconds. Yeah, exactly. Actually, but, there was that one time I had, it took me almost like 16 hours to get home. Because I kept... That's true. <laughs> 45 minute drive turned into about a 16 minute, 16 <laughs> hour you drive. for hours. Because I couldn't stay awake like... longer than one exit. So Oh, man. It's a very disproportionate lifestyle. The payoff is definitely uh, sometimes less than the... Uh, time invested so it's it's worth it it's worth it though i mean if you love it <laughs> i there was a lot of craziness last week and i actually was thinking about you a lot through my craziness because i um i lost my house key <laughs> and by losing my house key i mean that my four-year-old lost my house key 
Mm, I wish we had a four-year-old to blame. By my house key, I mean that I only had one. (laughs) And and so, like, I actually know how to rekey my locks, right? But you can only do it if you have the original. Mm Mm-hmm. And so uh, there was a couple days there where I couldn't lock my house because I didn't have a key. And I thought a lot about the fact that this would never happen to Jeff. No. Because you probably have, like, several spare keys and you have one, like, hidden in a box somewhere that, like, self-destructs <laughs> if you don't type in the right code. Exactly. And... finger. No, I've never actually had the courage because the very things that you're accurate in assuming about why I would have a couple hundred keys laying around are the very reasons I... Couldn't trust leaving it outside. So you have a key. My neighbor has a key. A friend of mine in uh, now Georgia has a key. So that's obviously wasted. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my, I have actually a lot of keys floating around the city, none of which. <laughs> it's very unsafe, actually. So no, I would uh, probably... I, uh, no, I don't know what I do. I'm not going to say it because then people break into my awesome house. <laughs> break here. into your house. <laughs> of which your if you house. saw my house, yeah, people would be like, never mind, don't, don't break in there. We're going to get shot by... A cartel member or something. It was really funny, though, because I got home, like, because, you know, leaving your house unlocked all day, and then you get home, and it's dark, and um, the first night, I was on the phone with a friend, and he was like, did you just get to your house? I was like, yeah, and he was like, so what's your plan? He's like, has it been unlocked all day? I was like, yeah. He was like, what's your plan? I was like, what do you mean my plan? He's like, your plan for safety? And I'm like, so like, eh, whatever. It's It's cool, man. I just probably needed a place to sleep. I was like, it's fine. There's no one in my house. And he was a little bit nervous, and so he was like, will you please do a sweep while I'm on the a phone? <laughs> so I did a sweep while he was on the phone, which really is funny, because what would I actually do if someone was in my house? Yeah. I can't do anything. So yeah, this this just exemplifies the, the hippie caveman conundrum. Yeah, that. exactly. Like, but then the next day... Intruder, hug. <laughs> hug. Um, <laughs> I actually have a funny story about that. <laughs> no, the next day when I did it, because then, then the next night I was actually legitimately like, okay, again, it's late. You know, my house has been locked all day. I'll do it. And so I, I opened up my phone and I dialed nine one, and then so I walked around right. my house. That's actually, it's like it's pretty smart. Actually. I walked around my entire house and looked in the closets with nine one dialed on my phone. That's that's Alicia's equivalent of a dead man's trigger. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's basically your fingers on a trigger, and when your body drops, your finger comes off the thing, and everybody pays for it. So it's like a. <laughs> Reverse dead man's trigger because you'd have to press it as you fell. So either yeah, way, either way, highly savvy. I'm Thanks. quite impressed. I might do that when I, a little bit smart before I shoot good. people in my house. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any. That's the extent of my adventures last week. Alicia and I to try and keep those of you who listen to this. And thank you for the people that did last two weeks ago. I think we keep notes, trying to keep the entertaining. Obviously, Alicia's. <laughs> Four tiers of adventure to be had with <laughs> kids and pirates, and which <laughs> mine extends to my uh, Denise Austin stretch story. <laughs> so <laughs> that's actually it. Is there, any, is there anything else to say? Good enough. <laughs> yeah, check. No. So I, uh, I've had a lot of injuries in my life, and basically, I need to stretch way more than your average whatever I would be, caveman, and. Uh, I can't think of it myself, and I've actually been using this stretching video. It was on VHS in high school when I had to go through physical therapy. I wrecked my back in physical therapy. Sorry, everybody. My dog wants to play. 
Um, and they gave me this video of Denise Austin. For those of you who don't know, she's currently probably 112 by now, but oh, back that's in the day. Not very nice, but I know who you're talking about. <laughs> she was like the fitness guru. And I can picture her wearing like... Oh, yeah, that's... Leotard. Yeah, still there. That's the video I have. I, I even took the time to convert it to a DVD. Wow, you yeah, did it. It's a good stretch video, but then I haven't done it for like 10, 12 years maybe, something like that, and I popped <laughs> it in the other day. Oh my God. That's so absurd. There's so much leotards and spandex, and and she's, she made me think of you because she's like, all right, just stretch until it doesn't hurt. Don't or don't stretch too much. There you go. And I'm like, oh God. Denise, it hurts just thinking about this. So. My, uh, I was there in the morning stretching to the 1980s Denise Austin in the leotards. Have you ever done yoga? I have. To yes, maybe. You should. You yes. could really benefit from that. I want to do that hot yoga, like the hot the, yoga the, is the puddles of sweat. It's amazing. I after doing hot yoga, I feel like regular yoga doesn't cut it anymore. Like <laughs> if it's not this, this is not sweat. meant to sound dirty, but I'm going to say it anyway, and it, who knows how it'll sound, but. If when I'm in down dog, if I, if I don't have sweat pouring into my eyes, then I feel like I'm not working hard enough. <laughs> Quote of the day: If I'm in down dog and not sweating, no, no, I'm no, not and working. Sweat is not pouring into my eyes. Yeah, tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, yeah, no, it's really good. I'm actually, I want to get my yoga certification. I'm trying to look into that. Kind no, of- I, uh, I've done it. I've done it, especially since the back stuff and. uh I had a girlfriend in college. Her mom did Pilates and yoga, and it was called Yoga Pilates. And I never realized I had to go to a class where I had to hold 260 pounds on my pinky and a rib muscle. So yeah, was, yeah, I was sweating in downward dog without the heat. So oh, I bet. And it's every man. I mean, I'm not a. I don't do a lot of. I do manly things, but I don't sometimes too. And I just it doesn't feel as rewarding as like. Picking up heavy things and throwing them around. You just you just leave it going. Yeah, I lift heavy. Ugh. You don't walk away from yoga going. I downward dog to the yeah, but, crap out of that. Okay, so but there's like there's levels to the to it though. So you have the body, which obviously it's really good. It's great for stretching. It creates it elongates the muscles. It create gives you more flexibility. Detoxes all of those things are very valuable. For someone that wants to have a good body, you know, all of that job. I mean, clearly you do, so whatever. (laughs) Um, But also, like, I always feel very centered, very, like, you know, focused and energized and, like, motivated and ready to, like, go love everyone and conquer (laughs) the world. I think that would be good I hear that about yoga, the head part of it. I never never find the, the spiritual connection. I just find the... All right, well, my adenosine and my ATP muscles right now are contracting and <laughs> causing a... I don't remember my, my anatomy. Speaking of gym, all right, perfect segue, actually. So, this is probably why I probably should do yoga and find a spiritual connection. <laughs> this just gets me heated reading my note about it and thinking about it. So, for anybody that... I'm even writing notes around it angrily. So, anybody that goes to the gym... Maybe you listening that does this, I apologize, but at the same time, heed my warning. If... <laughs> A bench is not made for your towels or your water bottle, and that's all. Today, three different benches were all occupied at the same time by some dude or dudette's towel and water bottle and or notebook, of which they never came back to sit on said bench. They'd set their crap on there, go do their stuff, come back and take a drink, set it back on the bench. Aren't you there at like 4.30 in the morning? Yeah. 
So if someone... <laughs> you would think, but literally, yes. Uh, yeah, so... I mean, there, there's a couple ways to handle this, honestly. Without without getting I, angry. Yeah, that's here. I'm just going to throw I that came up there. With, I came up with the... Here's how anal I am about my workout, though. I was, like, done with what I could have used the bench for. I was like, well, I could... Today was, like, chest day, for example. I was like, well, I could probably walk up and subtly go, hey, are you using that? And the guy will realize he's a moron and go, oh, no, my bad. I was wasting a bench for my paper. But I didn't want to ruin my workout because then I had to do more exercises than I already had done. So that wouldn't have worked. So, well, that was my first solution is, yeah. ta- is talking communication. No, not... <laughs> communication. You could always say to someone... Hey, are you using this bench? Do you mind if I do you mind if I use it real quick? Yeah, but that would be altering my regimen, which is not an option. Or, <laughs> or if you really don't want to talk to people and they're not there, if they've said it there and walked away, just move it. Dun dun dun. <laughs> I want an epic Problem battle. Solved. I want some end, like I want some like the movie Heat shootout of in the gym. Some sort of conclusion about we, a water yes, bottle exactly. on a bench. I really? need to feel like. Something cool happened. <laughs> so basically, I just sat there and festered. I didn't do anything about it at all. Same. <laughs> side note, with the dudes that walk, or dudettes, I'm not going to be sexist, but most of them have been guys. So there's the dumbbell rack. The guys that take it off the rack and just stand there. They don't step back out of the way. They have to be four inches in front of the mirror, in staring at themselves the longingly in their own eyes. Yeah. That is a little irritating. So what I'll do is I will alter my workout and go, oh, I need the weight that happens to be right next to him. And then I'll literally reach in front of him with my long caveman arms and grab it. And then they'll have the realization that they're morons. What if it's a five pound weight? I'll do it. (laughs) I will do it. That that one. If I own a gym, I've said this many times. If I become rich and famous, the first thing I'm going to do is open up a chain of gyms. I've yet to determine the title, but there won't even be a three strike. Well, you'll get two strikes on a list of rules that aren't even that hard. Put the if put the five pound weight where the five pound weight goes. So putting your weights away and away appropriately. That's one category. Um, that's pretty much it, actually. I can't, I can't. That's actually. And are you going to be the enforcer of said rules? No, I will hire the little kid that works at the counter. Is going to be on cameras, and if they'll get one strike, if they put there's this gym in. Uh, Oh, on Sunset in in in, in, uh, in Los Angeles, you would think a little higher end clientele, etc. But you will literally see a hundred pound and the hundred pound right next to it. In the ninety five pound section. It'll be a five pound weight. Like, literally illiterate, can't even figure it out. I would just throw people out left and right. So you strikes. are going to invent the gym for OCD? No, I bet you people would people would go for this. People would be like, that's my gym. And you get kicked out. No refunds, no no questions asked. And if you come back, you'll get beaten in an alley. With the weight you put away wrong. So if you put away the five-pound weight wrong, yeah, it's a five-pound weight. If you put a hundred-pound weight weight away wrong, you are getting your skull crushed by a hundred-pound weight. Wow, so much <laughs> violence. Oh, my word. No, I'm tan and angry today. What can tan I say? Tan and angry. That's really funny. Oh, enough of that anger. I'm sorry. So, um, did you see the the um, the video of like the worst twerk fail ever? Have you seen this? <laughs> to me, Miley Cyrus's twerk fail was a twerk fail to start with. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't okay, know there was you a spinoff. You haven't seen this? No. Okay, so um, I'll just describe it for you real briefly. You'll have to watch it later. Um, so there's this girl. She like is like taping like it shows her she like turns on her phone and then she goes over and she turns on music and she's like Did she catch fire? Yes. Yes. Have you seen it? I know what you're talking about. Have you seen the video? I've not seen it. I heard they talked about it on a radio station I listened to. Okay. 
So, and then the big reveal, like, it goes viral, yeah, right? Uh, what's the big part? reveal is that it was a Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel prank, yeah. prank, right? So, but, and did you hear, like, Jimmy Kimmel, they um, he hired the actress. This was a long time ago, wasn't it? Like, this is... Just a couple weeks ago. But, actually. like, he, they invested in it before the Myra Cyrus thing even happened, if I, if I heard um, right. I mean, they, like, they, yeah, they put it on YouTube a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and they just put it out there, and they didn't advertise or anything. They just put it out there, and then this video goes viral. And so then they, like, you know, Jimmy then they Kimmel did the reveal and all that. Genius. No, I mean, which, first off, it is. It's incredible that, like, they just put it out there and then it goes viral. And, you know, the fact that they had the foresight to do that and all of that is really great. My question is, <laughs> what do you think about the fake viral videos? <laughs> um, you know, it, A, there's inherent uh, a jealousy inherent to them. Because, you know, there's a lot of people trying to, yourself included, myself included, trying to get stuff out there that's legit. But, whatever. They're taking advantage of what exists, so I think it's it's just more. It's the next level of of, of I guess competition. I guess to become uh, viral or not is pretty much just up to your imagination. Whether it's an accidental recording, yeah, like that was implied, sure, AZA, um, or uh, I, I'm all for it. Either way, it's it's funny. It only just proves to me. Like, it just proves that we're just willing to watch anything and believe what we want. Well, and sure. Jimmy Kimmel proved that. He absolutely. Did, he did like a society, sociological experiment, basically. Yeah. Well, I, I, absolutely. I think our culture has gotten very, like, voyeuristic, <laughs> which I don't have a problem in that. It's just, it's interesting to me, like, because I think that there's a lot of people that are faking stuff to try and, like, go viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I would love to know what the formula is. Like, exactly how do you get, I mean... Yeah, I, I well, want a, vi- a video know, to go viral. Are you kidding me? There's a this uh, the Kevin and Bean station that we, we were trying to listen to when we were in L.A. Ironically, we couldn't get it to work in L.A., but I can get it to work in another state via iHeartRadio. So go figure. <laughs> so that's for our iHeartRadio advertisement. <laughs> they uh, they actually had people come in before Jimmy Kimmel revealed it. Analyzing it and sure. like they like an editor analyzed a beat in the cut that seemed weird and yeah. all sorts of things and I actually thought that one was legit, which I even though okay so here's the thing I give pretty much everyone the benefit of the doubt even people who shouldn't have the benefit of the doubt except right. when it comes to the internet <laughs> and then I believe that everyone is making stuff up it's on the internet it's true <laughs> and no and I'm the opposite like you know those like the damn you autocorrect things. <laughs> Some of those are too... Some of those are funny, but I honestly, I think that 85% of them are made up. I think two people get together and they're like, ho, 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 let's make a damn you autocorrect fail, blah, blah. And then they go, <laughs> I seriously, because some of them, some of them are too ridiculous. Yeah. Like, no, actually, you did not just tell your mom that you wanted to... Yeah. I'm not going to... dirty things I'm, I'm not going to... No, I said, I said Alicia right one, and it wasn't even autocorrect. It's just in this day and age of trying to abbreviate and say everything as quick as possible. Um... I think I just said, hey, can I use you for a ride? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, and being the OCD guy I am, I, I proofread them like I'm sending in a thesis paper to my, for my master's degree. And I sent it and I was like, hmm, that's euphemistic. <laughs> so, that it's like, no, I just need a ride right. to the auto shop. My car's in the shop. So I, uh, I don't know. I think, I, think we, I think savvy like film people, like they did because Jimmy Kimmel's smart. They use a real stunt woman. Yep could like sharpshoot it like kind of reverse design it so i think they're you could tell when some like kid that needs to get off the couch takes his makes viral fake viral video yeah so exactly. but i think uh i just i want to know what the formula is 
Pain. Make one of my videos go viral. <laughs> I'm putting it out to the universe. And by the universe, I mean the, the, three, the three people. There's 96, I think. I think we have 96 fans. No, I think uh, I think it's it's the jackass scenario. It's got to be something painful or something that is so utterly, unbelievably uncomfortable to watch that sure. it'll become comfortable. Like, or, people will want to see it. Or really funny. Like, Charlie bit my finger. <laughs> yeah. See, those I think are real. Like, that's oh, yeah. un, you can't create that, but. Well, and I mean, a lot of have, those came before this exactly. whole viral sensation. Like the sneezing, what is it, the sneezing panda? I what? No, if I've Google that. seen the sneezing I wouldn't even panda. do it justice. There's just, there's a lot of people <laughs> that will, like, do anything to become famous, is really what it comes down to. And, and we appreciate your support. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I actually don't want to be famous. I I want to have enough money to I want to make enough money doing what I love so that I don't have to have another job and I want to be able to like go on trips and stuff but the fame isn't the end goal yeah I don't know I'll be that hypocrite and then I'll hole up in a cave (laughs) no it's fine I know that you want to be famous Uh, yeah I kind of do no it's that's fine then again uh, I'm probably not to be trusted in public with my my mouth (laughs) That's true. <laughs> like they'll be like, "Hey Jeff, it's nice. What do you think of this movie?" Mm, it's a good movie. That's all I was told to say. You, <laughs> you would have to have like a whole crack team of publicists and social media people and everything. What was it that oh, you just? Bug. What was it that you just posted the other day about something that you said? And I said only you. Oh, was- the drilling a bumper. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that brings up two awesome points of, of epic. Horrible, it's not even autocorrect fails, or like Jeff fails. So, I was uh, this girl I know needed uh, her bumper. Like, in, in some states, you need a front license plate, but nowadays, most nice cars don't have license plate mounts. So, if you want a white trash, you can just, just drill it onto the bumper, or you can do this nice auto body shop work. And I offered to do that. And, uh, and so, choosing my words, after I got off shift one morning, a coworker said, What are you doing? And I said, Well, I'm going to uh, drill blanks bumper. <laughs> And the dude goes, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm drilling the front bumper. <laughs> and still didn't, it didn't occur to me exactly what he said. And he goes, you're doing, and he looks at me and he doesn't know the word euphemism, but I could totally see that's what he wanted to ask me. And I was like, oh God, no, that's no, no, no. I'm, I'm literally taking a craftsman drill and drilling a hole in a vehicle's bumper. Into, <laughs> into her, her front, car's, yeah, her car's front bumper. bumper. Yeah. And, uh, I was, actually this morning I got another text about that. So I've been getting texts for the last 48 hours about how, uh, how to go drilling a so-and-so's bumper. So as, as far as it can go using a drill on, on PVC plastic on a vehicle, it was amazing. So, <laughs> and was, I also, was it good for you? It was, yeah, it was awesome. The battery died <laughs> oh, in my drill. Wah, wah, wah. Wah. Happens to everybody. Oh guy. man, that's really disappointing <laughs> when when the drill cannot finish the job on the front drill on the front bumper drill. <laughs> I mean, it sounds yeah, like yeah. <laughs> feel... this is also the same person who uh, I don't even know where I some event dealio. It's a long. It's like a what's it stand for? Some helping poverty thing. That sounds really arrogant, but I, for the life of me, can't remember the acronym. I said she was giving me like a lot of banter, and I'm very rarely a good with my words. But I was I was actually feeling pretty confident in trying to banter back. And I said, "You and I existing in the same place is like Chuck Norris punching himself in the face." I was really proud of that one. 
Nobody in the, in the group of little talky talks found it need to be nearly as entertaining as I was like, it's it's like yeah, anybody? High five? Anybody? <laughs> high five? No? All right. Really? I liked it. F you guys. <laughs> yeah, as long as you think you're funny. That's how I That's how I decide whether things are funny or not. I, as long as you're your own audience. As long as I think it's funny, right? I mean, as long as I'm laughing, it's all good. Oh, crap. Holy crap, that's already 28 minutes and we haven't dropped the, uh, we haven't ruined the file for the first time ever. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Quit lower your head, quit lower your head. Anything we want to touch on, we don't want to overshoot in 30 minutes. Yeah, I don't, I mean, what do you, what do you have there on your notes? On my notes, Mr. If, Mr. I'm, if I'm talking funny, it's because I got a, my first cavity in 36 years the other day. I didn't get it the other day, that'd be awesome. I wish that we had a sound effect board right now. I know. We'll be we'll be that crazy morning show. <laughs> no, and I uh, so yeah, I was telling Alicia, I guess again off air. The last time I got a needle in my face was in my cool guy training where we had a bunch of cavemen numbing each other's faces with needles. So you have cavemen trying to find the uh, basically for those of you who don't know medically, the nerves in your skull go through little tiny holes uh, like the size of maybe pencil lead. And so you have all these big green beret cavemen trying to find that target through your gums. And it's, it's literally just hit and miss, and you're just trying it on your buddy. So the last time I had a needle in my face was by another Green Beret, so... I was really hoping that you were going to say a bunch of Green Berets trying to find a hole in my face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore, okay? Um, <laughs> no, I'm really, I'm really sorry that you got a cavity. I did. It was sad. And I, then, of course, the little actor wannabe in me, I was like, well, we're going to use silver. And I was like, Silver? And I got pretty white teeth. How do, how do I use Why would they do that? I, I asked because I was all like, you know, self-conscious. And way in the back, silver is better, although not as aesthetically pleasing, but it's literally in my back top tooth. You will never see it unless huh. I die on those. I, I didn't have the silver ones put in. I had, I don't know what they were. It's like just not silver. <laughs> you can't see it. And I, I went... I, well, it was also an army dentist. I'm sure there was a uh, lot less Oh, skill. yeah, well... <laughs> I didn't exactly go, excuse me, sir, I got a well, smile I got to maintain for, <laughs> for my public appearance, but no. Yeah, no, I went my entire life without having a cavity either until I was pregnant, and then, yeah, you know... I, I can't attribute my... Steal your de- calcium de- and pregnancy, stuff. Pregnancy. So. Well, yours is probably just old age. It's probably... <laughs> that I'm dumb. It's probably teeth <laughs> grinding. <laughs> like, Could be. They went back there like, wow, you've done half the drilling for us. From just <laughs> That's what you say... No, sir, the Green Berets did that drilling <laughs> exactly. in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to talk about it. I was numb. I was scared. There were tears in my eyes. That's all I know. As long as you're wearing a glove, it's fine. <laughs> that's, a, that's a running... In uh, my medical field, It was everything's okay if you have a latex glove on. <laughs> and you know what, kids? That's a, that's a good lesson for life. I think that we can end on that public service announcement. Brought to you by the caveman. Everything is okay as long as it has latex on it. Yeah, or you're chewing the Mentos. You can <laughs> that's get away right. with murder. If you walk around with a tube of Mentos and latex gloves, knock yourself out and let us know how it comes for you. <laughs> So on that note of latex and, and chewable sugar candies, um, yeah, that's episode two of Hippie the Caveman, and uh, yeah, we'll do it again. Uh, we're actually trying to get a good friend of mine uh, of ours uh, named Scott Seeger, and he is a director, writer, producer for Exit Media. Uh, we've actually shot, at least and I have been in a TV series with him called Survival of the Dumbest, so actually he'll be our call-in guest next time, we'll make that happen. Uh, awesome dude. I did a I did a film with him prior to meeting with him and Alicia. So I had him call in. He's uh, he 
he's actually an educator of young minds, so when you hear him talk, you'll be actually fearful that your, you'll be children, your children might be in his hands in the <laughs> education system. So Scott Seagren next time, and that's, uh, I guess, Hipping the Can in Episode 2 in the Can. Awesome. Thanks for listening, everybody.